Hey, hey, part two here on purpose work and purpose. Part two, I'm going to be talking about purpose that comes along with your purpose work. So, if you listen to part one, you obviously know that I went through a doula school. Um, I am a doula and a practicing doula. But this past weekend, I was able to actually practice as a doula during my first birth. (laughs) It was badass. So actually quite shortly after I had quote-unquote graduated from my doula school, I was contacted by an old co-worker from the hospital um, looking to chat with me about uh, possibly wanting a doula to support her through her um, pregnancy and her labor. This was so exciting (laughs) for me um, because it's often not um, that soon that, you know, new doulas get clientele. Um, You kind of have to put yourself out there and do a little work and do a lot of chatting and talking and um, kind of integrating yourself into your community in a way that would probably make anybody feel uncomfortable if they've never done it before. Um, Hello, that was me. (laughs) Um, I am not an introvert by any means. However, um, talking about yourself and putting yourself out there and like, trying to sell yourself um as like a biz like a small business person is very intimidating and just like makes me super uncomfortable um I would rather you know kind of slide myself in um subtly into the community um and have people kind of like find me instead of you know me saying like hey like I'm a doula use me I'm the best like no thanks. (laughs) Uh, So I was so blessed to have, you know, my first client, you know, be somebody that I know, but also uh, reached out to me uh, because it made the entire thing just like so smooth and so calm and like just, it's just so me. Okay. (laughs) Like obviously like it was her choice to reach out to me, which that is everything. You know, if it's your choice, then absolutely I'm here. I'm supporting you. I'd rather it be somebody else's choice. I don't want to be that person that's just like shoving myself, you know, into somebody's space and into their life um, and trying to, you know, make myself be like the best and, you know, whatever. So she came into my life quite gracefully Um, I had already been doing some background work. Um, I had created a new platform on Instagram. It's called Masi Moon Doula. Please go follow. I get so excited every single time I get a new follower. Uh, I think I have 64 right now, and, like, I think that's pretty sweet. (laughs) Uh, So whenever it reaches, like, you know, just one extra follower, I'm doing my happy dance. Um... Yep, so Masi Moon Doula, that's my platform page. Uh, I created a logo. I have, like, my color scheme. I 
um, you know, wrote out my purpose, um, my vision, you know, who I am as a person and kind of made an identity, um, through my small business, um, and am now, uh, in a doula network as well. Um, I have met with a few doulas since then and have actually become really, really wonderful friends with one. Uh, she's like my soul sister. Crazy how things happen like that. But so I had been doing some background work. So by the time that she had reached out to me, um, I had been like, grinding away. So I had something to show her. I had this new platform. There wasn't any content on it, but (laughs) I had a platform. I had a name for myself. I had a logo for myself. Um, my partner had made me a shirt with my logo on it. Like it was really cool. Um, I had put, uh, my business page and my personal page. Like I was really getting out there and Again, this is like so new to me that, you know, I was kind of feeling a little uncomfy, like, oh gosh, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm putting myself out there as a, as like a small business owner. Like, this is crazy. Um, so I had, I did, I had like some content to show her, but you know, I was new. I was very, very new. And, you know, although I have a pretty, intensive background on healthcare. Um, I have a yoga teacher training certification already of 200 hours. Then I have this new prenatal one. Um, I've done a lot of like reading and studying and just like being in community and learning about all sorts of like alternative health, um, holistic practices. Um, it's just kind of how I live my life anyway. So it's kind of easy to talk to somebody about like, you know, what are the best things to do just to live a healthier life? Um, and as a doula, you're a support person. So you're supporting somebody who, you know, is birthing a child, but as well as their partner and anyone else they have in their birth circle, really. Um, you know, you're an advocate, you're an educator, you support, um, you support them mentally, emotionally, physically, hands-on work, doing research so they don't have to, um, making sure they're eating right and they're exercising well. And, you know, if they are nervous about something, giving them um, the chance to just express themselves and be vulnerable to someone who is there to listen to them and be present, Um, you know, shooting them some podcasts or some soothing music via Spotify or, you know, looking a bunch of stuff up on Pinterest and, you know, sending them a mocktail recipe so they can feel more human while they're pregnant. Um, You know, it's the little things to support birthing people and their tribe. Um, So that's totally up my alley. I mean, I've been doing that my entire life, whether people ask for it or not. (laughs) I'm just kind of that person's like, hey, like, have you ever thought about this for that? And people are like, wow, no, but thank you. Um, It's just, you know, it's natural. It's normal. It's easy for me. So 
we met for tea and obviously we clicked um, because I've known her. Um, I was able to give her some information to bring home to her husband. Um, her husband wasn't completely convinced but was like totally on board to support her and what she needed and what she wanted throughout her pregnancy and you know during her labor. This was their first child. Um, emotions were all over the place. There was excitement, there was sadness, there was um, you know, a change in identity. There was, you know, all, all the things that come along with, you know, creating a life and bringing a life into this world. And that's so normal, by the way. So if you're listening and you're pregnant and you're going through all these crazy things, these emotions, you know, uh, you're up and you're down and you feel all right. And then you don't feel all right. Like that's so normal. That's so normal. So just, you gotta, I always tell my moms, like, you just, you have to conjure some badassery, you know, like, you're a badass, so everything's normal, you're cool. Um, met for tea, obviously, um, met her again for our first prenatal because she did book with me, um, got to sit down with her and her husband, um, I brought her a box of goodies and, like, it was full of artisan made, you know, salves and bath salts and um, rose petals and, you know, just really lovely handmade artisanal gifts um, from um, artisans in, in my area in Western Mass. So supporting small businesses, packing that box full of small business lovey goods and sending it to mom to just do a little self-care and reflection while, you know, her body's changing and she's, you know, growing this child inside of her. And, you know, that meeting went really well. And, you know, as the weeks progressed, you know, I was able to um, support her through all sorts of things, you know, and we learned at the end that, you know, baby was breech. And so mom obviously was, you know, nervous about that. And we were learning, you know, different things from the midwife and what not to do and what to do and how to support. Um, and it really all is about, you know, supporting and loving and making sure that mama is calm and cool and collected and educated and feel as if that she can advocate for herself and, you know, make sure that the birth plan is, you know, exactly what her and her partner need and want, but also, you know, educating that if the birth plan goes, you know, opposite from what we've chosen, um, to be okay with it and just know that at the end of the day, you know, all we want is baby to be healthy and mama to be healthy. The end result is going to be the same, right? You're going to be a mama. You're going to have that child that, you know, you carried in your womb, earth side, in your hands. You and your tribe are going to be loving that baby. It's going to be wonderful. Um, so just like keeping everybody grounded and educated and um, feeling well mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, so the day came. <laughs> um, baby was seven days past due date. So his birth date um, finally arrived. 
Um, I got a call at 4 a.m. in the morning. I had been waiting for this call for weeks now. Um, I remember, you know, Mama, like her response after answering the phone was like, oh my goodness, like I can't believe you're this awake. It's 4 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, Mom, I have been waiting for this. (laughs) This is the moment. Uh, I was so excited. I had like my outfit that I wanted to wear in the hospital, like laid out, (laughs) you know, like the first day of school. (laughs) You're so excited. I had it laid out, ready to go at the end of my bed every night for weeks. My doula bag was packed. I had the tea that I wanted to prepare for her ready to go on my counter from whenever she wanted to call me. The first thing I was going to do was get up and boil the tea. That is what I did. Um kind of got myself in the groove. I was giving myself a pep talk. I was listening to some good music. I was moving and grooving. Um, You know, I got some, you know, words of affirmation from my partner. He had written me this like little sweet note. He writes me little notes and leaves them everywhere. Um, But he wrote me this little sweet note um, telling me that like, this is your purpose work, Taylor. Like, you know what to do. Just be you. You know, love on her. Love baby. You know, and if things change, like, you got this. You know, don't think too hard. Like, you got this. You're supporting another woman. This is exactly what you were put in this world to do. Um, so, you know, obviously took that with me. Read that a million times before I walked into the hospital. Um Her birth plan had changed a little bit. She obviously wanted to labor at home, um, but baby was breached. So, you know, any sign of labor, we were all told to, you know, go right to the hospital. We get to the hospital. I meet with her husband. She's being checked out in triage. Um, We get the information that she's six centimeters and there is foot presentation and it's go time you know like we need to speed the process up a little bit um and we need to get mama upstairs so we already knew that c-section was going to be um the choice uh of birth it was safest for baby and safest for mama so um you know, at this point, you trust your midwives, you trust the team, you trust yourself, you trust your partner, um, you trust your tribe, and you just have to go with it. Um, obviously, the times are a little strange right now still with COVID. So although I was able to be up on labor and delivery with her, I wasn't able to be in the triage room with her. So I wasn't able to... Um, you know, advocate or educate or just calm the nerves um, in that part of, um, you know, her labor. Her husband was able to be by her side, though, which is obviously number one. Um, I'm sure, you know, changed it 10 times to the positive side of the scale um, when, when he was able to walk in with her and kind of go through that information first. But you know, I get up to L&D and like things were moving fast. You know, we were going to the OR. Um, our birth plan was, you know, it was no longer, you know, we kind of just had to go, you know, cause baby was like, I'm ready to be born right now. Um, 
you know, to, to spare some details um, and, you know, obviously to respect um, my client's birth story. End result was I was able to stay with her through her recovery. Um, we were able to see baby. Baby was healthy. Mom was healthy. You know, I was able to spend time with her and baby and partner and love on her in the recovery room. Um, I never felt more alive in my life. I never felt more important in my life. I have never felt like I had really changed a life so much in my life (laughs) than I did at that moment. When I left the hospital, I was buzzing. I was buzzing. And I kind of stopped for a second to just kind of hang in that moment. And in that moment, I realized, wow, I got this call at 4 a.m. in the morning. Baby was born like three hours later. And now I'm leaving mid-afternoon. I've just spent all of my time completely present and in the moment, nothing else mattered. I realized I hadn't even used the bathroom. I have, I hadn't used the bathroom. I was now or then just recognizing that I was experiencing hunger pains. I had realized that I hadn't touched my phone or like talked to anybody except for like my partner in the last like eight hours. I had even forgotten that I was still wearing like the second mask (laughs) because I was just so focused on taking care of people. I was so present and so in the moment and I remembered every single detail and I was able to go home and speak about it to my partner like it was happening in that moment in which I was, you know, talking about it. It was wild. I wasn't tired. (laughs) I wasn't, you know, overwhelmed. I was right where I needed to be. I came home and I was on such a high. I had poured myself a glass of wine. I got comfy. I, you know, could not stop smiling. I couldn't stop talking about the experience. It was the coolest thing. And I felt alive. And my partner looked at me. This is the best part. My partner looked at me and he just stopped me because like I was still buzzing, you know, I was like still moving in place and yapping away and, you know, really like feeling all of it again. And he like stopped me from like swaying (laughs) and held my hands and like pulled me in and like gave me like 
the best hug I have ever felt. And it's probably because I was still feeling so present, um, which I recommend hugging your loved one when you feel very present because it's a completely different experience. (laughs) But he looked at me and he was like, this is what it's all about. He goes, this right here is what it is all about. He goes, do you know how exciting it is to sit and watch somebody that you love feel that energy of knowing that you are exactly where you need to be in your life, knowing that they just did something that literally has been rooted in them since birth and it has just hit them in their soul and lit them up that is what it's all about he goes this is your purpose he goes this right here is your purpose you just did your purpose work and that is so badass and like while he was saying this he's getting emotional you know he's got tears in his eyes and you know he's just like so he's elated He's elated. And for me to watch him feel this way about me obviously sends me into this like spiral of emotion. And I'm like, holy shit, you've been right this entire time. And you know, a little backstory there my partner owns his own business and he comes home every day buzzing like that because it doesn't feel like work. You know, it's just his purpose. He's doing what he was always meant to do. This is his purpose work that was rooted in him since he was born into this world. This world was like, yep, gee, you're about to, you know, do something amazing with your hands. And that's what he's doing. So finally, at 28 years old, everything has come full circle and it just makes sense. So again, find your purpose work, realize your purpose, and it doesn't matter, you know, how long it takes to get there, you will get there. But once you're there, nothing else matters. You know, give yourself some gratitude. Give yourself some love. Be gentle with yourself because you just went through hell and back to get to this moment. And everything up until this moment was totally worth it. Doesn't matter how much money you spent or, you know, how many wrong turns that you took. Like, because once you get there, game over. And nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. But then keep doing it. (laughs) Don't stop. Keep doing it. You know, reflect, learn, keep learning, keep educating, keep building on those, you know, those, that foundation block that you have finally found, you know, it's solidified now. Like there's, there's like no going back, you know, like you planted that seed you watered that seed a little bit and like now you you know you you've got a plant you've got you know you've got the trunk of that tree and that that tree is still going to grow and it's 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 going to you know grow into branches and into twigs and into you know leaves and then you're going to you're going to be able to host little 
birds' nests and birds and squirrels, and then you're gonna change with the seasons, but you're still gonna be some badass tree standing there that everybody can see. Bare or not, full of leaves, snow on your limbs, like, dude, so, so cool. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Find your purpose work, and once you do, solidify it keep building on it keep educating yourself keep going because this is what the world needs is people that have found their purpose work and just want to give it all to the world this is what makes the world go round so um go out there get it <laughs>